The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. The magic, mystery, and mysticism is a natural part of our daily life, but it can only be there if we open up to it. Today I have some wonderful guests that know all about mysticism and know all about the magic. I have Amy Zerner and Monty Farber, and they have created for over 30 years wonderful pieces from tapestry collages in clothing to self-discovery kits, books, and have more than 2 million copies in print around the world in 14 languages of many of their different pieces. They also create card decks. They have readings, movies, art, fashion, so many wonderful things at their exciting website, theenchantedworld.com. And I'm thrilled to bring them to 1111 Talk Radio and talk about their journey and all of the beautiful discoveries that they have received, as well as the creations that they're gifting this world with. Welcome, Amy and Monty, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you. Thank it's you, great Sammy. to be here with you. You know, I got to know of you originally when I was in my 20s. It may have been just before my 20s. And someone gifted me the Enchanted Tarot, and it was a deck of cards and a wonderful book. And it was kind of my beginning to really being introduced to uh, allowing something to support the intuition and the knowing of what was to come. And I just loved it, everything from the words and the pictures and, and just the feel of it and what feeling it brought to me. So I'm sure that's something that you hear often from many of your readers or people that wear your clothing, Amy. Oh, we love hearing that. I I designed the art and Monty writes the words. That's how we collaborate. And the Enchanted Tarot is one of our favorite children. You know, because all of life is in the tarot, and and we use the cards to guide us, and we're so happy to hear that they help guide you, too. Right, and it came out in 1990, right after uh, my first book, uh, Karma Cards, which was an astrology-based divination system card card deck and book. And yes, we do hear that a lot, and it's a tremendous validation of our work. So if anyone feels that way, please tell us. (laughs) <laughs> well, and where did you actually start with everything uh, for both of you? Was it astrology? Did you Were you introduced to the tarot earlier? It, it was astrology for me when I was in college in 1969. Um, and when I was studying Amy, so I learned astrology because she was learning astrology. <laughs> and it's a, each of them are lifelong studies, and we're so happy that we get to make our living doing what we love to study because you don't always write about what you know you write about what you want to know and we've evolved this wonderful life where we're together all the time uh since we've been living together since 1975 married in 1978 and it gets better all the time 
The, the spiritual content of our work, it, it really, all the tools that we create, they really work. We use them, and they're ways of tapping into your intuition. And, of course, you have to exercise your intuition to make it stronger and to rely on it. And using all of our decks and books and tarot and astrology, Monty's so psychic now, he actually speaks to the spirit world, and we also create tools for that. Uh, the Ghostwriter Automatic Writing Kit. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's another tool to listen to your intuition and the spirit world that came out last year, and that's kind of interesting for this time of year with Halloween coming up. Well, and you know, for a lot of people, this is going to seem very out of reach for them in the sense that they may not feel as connected to their intuition. They may not have been exposed to these types of things or reared in an environment where this is considered part of our natural environment. How was growing up for each of you? Were you in an environment or a family that was this open and you were exposed to it, or is it something that you had to discover on your own? Well, well Amy was. I, I come from a family of artists, and I had a very intuitive connection with my mother. In fact, we used to do ESP experiments when I was a little girl where she would think of a word or a color and I would guess it. And we always had that very psychic connection. So, yes, I was very supported and all my artwork always was very enchanted with castles and goddesses and moons you were very and stars. Lucky. Very much what, like, what it's evolved into. And Monty came from a, from a different background. <laughs> yeah, my father was a New York City police sergeant, so, so it was... <laughs> Pretty much the opposite of, of Amy's experience. I once had a prophetic dream where I was, I saw Amy I, from the back. I was massaging her, and I felt that incredible feeling of love. I think I was 15, and I said to my father, I just dreamed of the woman I loved. He said, what do you know about love? <laughs> but anyhow, if it's in you, I think you, you find a way to, to live that life. So, Monty, how did you end up traveling down this path? I know that you studied comparative religions. What yes, took the first you thing I was exposed to was reflexology by a teacher in my high school. I went to a school called Brooklyn Tech, and there was a teacher in his 70s that they couldn't fire because he was healthier than all the gym teachers, and he grew his own sprouts, and he was complete... You know, health freak is what that they used to nine, call. Nineteen sixty-eight or so. Uh, I think it was nine. Yeah, or actually 60, Earlier, yeah. sixty-four. And he could do more push-ups than anybody. And and one day my back hurt, and he said, I can fix your back, but it's going to hurt. And he jammed his thumbs into my arches, and I could touch my toes. And that was my first experience where there was a connection of something that wasn't a pill. Or And I, I, I started reading everything I could to find out about the nature of reality. Why would pushing on your arches affect your back? And so... That, that's where it all started, believe it or not. It's interesting how, for most people, their journey does start with a health issue uh, or yes. some type of crisis, and, and that really lets us expand our mind and, and be a little bit more open. I, don't they say you pray, you pray to the Almighty when you get stuck? Yes. Isn't that when we pray? <laughs> oh, goodness. And, and then you both met, you were in, in college together, or? No, we didn't finish college. Uh, I was a musician, and uh, Amy was a friend of my girlfriend, and this is our favorite line. We sit like vultures waiting for people to ask, where did you meet? We met at the filming of a porno movie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. In 1974, I mean, but uh, everyone had clothes on, so it was a clean scene. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was playing music. But we love being able to say that. <laughs> 
I was, I was playing music in the band that had been hired for the rooftop party scene, which was probably the only clean scene in the whole movie. And well, I guess the lesson is you never know where you're going to meet your soulmate. Right. Well, that's just it. And, you know, the one thing that I get from a lot of your work, um, not not just the, the books that I've read and, and the pieces that I've used as tools, but even in looking at Amy's spiritual couture, it, it, it's you're having fun. You, you yeah. really seem to have a lot of fun in life. And, and it do. starts with, you know, meeting at, at the porno filming. I mean, that's just kind of a We, fun we are story. having fun. It's, it's, it's very nice of you to say that because that's really what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, when it, at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying your life, uh, we had a friend, Arnold Kaiserling, Professor Arnold Kaiserling, who's on the other side now, unfortunately, and he used to say, if you can't laugh, it's not spiritual. But that's so hard sometimes for people to really just lighten up and not take everything so seriously. Is the tarot and astrology and all of these different spiritual tools that are out there to support people, are they meant to help us lighten up a little bit as well? Well, ours are. I, and I also think the more that you understand how life works and the universe works, you don't take things so personally and you see that there is a divine plan and beautiful connections and the magic of life is what makes you laugh the synchronicities and the it's not hard to laugh when you understand that it's so magical and but they can't even astrology and tarot and all the other divination systems they don't they can give you some comfort but not when you're in the throes of losing someone you love or some kind of terrible terrible crisis i mean they when you're able to start asking questions about it, they can help, but not when you're in the middle. Amy has an incredible uh, piece that she did. It's nine feet by 12 feet. It's a tapestry she did when her mom passed away. We all live together, work together. And up in each corner is an astrology chart ripped in half. And, and to me, symbolically, that shows that when such a moment happens, nothing can really help you ex- except your, your faith and, and, and your friends and your family. Most definitely, most definitely. The meeting of the two of you, it just seemed to really spark a wonderful synergy. Which came first, the creativity that came forward from Amy? Did that inspire you to write, or were the writings there, and then, Amy, were you inspired to create? I think um, we always were so interested in growing and in self-discovery and uh, coming out of the 60s, we always wanted a higher consciousness, but we started doing it in a healthy way, thankfully. And uh, I was always an artist since I was little, and Monty's a genius and a creative mind, so I think the the underlying um, importance of the creativity was always there. But when we had the support of each other, I always had the support of my mother, and Monty, when he came into our family, had that also that you need that as a creative person because it's a very fragile kind of existence you know tapping into the other side and expressing yourself and you need a strong support system you know whether it's your partner or a friend or someone to encourage you i I see so many people whose creativity is squelched because somebody put a damper on it Uh, i had been writing songs, uh, and I was a rock and roll musician, and I'd write songs that were positive towards women, and unfortunately I couldn't get anywhere with it because they wanted the usual, you know, misogynistic kind of music. And when I met Amy and and moved out here, 
Um, I was the musician, she was the artist, and we didn't collaborate until the Enchanted Tarot, the one that you got, which came out in 1990. Karma Card started me on the path to doing books and divination systems, and then the next one, uh, we were asked to do a tarot, and we had always loved the tarot, so that was Amy's sort of masterpiece. She did 78 tapestries that were reproduced as the cards. I think um, we saw the doors open for us in publishing, when we were younger, and Monty tried playing music in clubs, or I tried showing in galleries. It was a little more sort of pushing against the tide. I once the door, and I think we all have to find that place where the door is open for us, yeah, uh, and it helps us channel what we're meant to do in life. And a- Amy's art is at the basis of everything we do, but we we call our brand the Enchanted World because we sort of had to create our own Enchanted World because the rest of the world is so not enchanted. Most definitely, and I think a big part of that, uh, allowing yourself to be available for the open doors, is being willing to show up, to express your creativity, to really allow the gifts to come forward, and have a good time doing it. Today on 1111 Talk Radio, we have Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. Their expertise and straightforward but lighthearted approach to oracular wisdom has enabled them to become the first people in history to sell a metaphysical product, the instant tarot reader book and card set on national television, and that is on the QVC and Home Shopping Network. Amy Zerner's wearable fantasy art fashions, which have been dubbed spiritual couture, are sold by Bergdorf Goodman in New York City and by select Neiman Marcus stores. Her work is in the collections of numerous corporations and prominent individuals like Elizabeth Taylor, Patti LaBelle, Shirley MacLaine, Oprah, Martha Stewart, Goldie Hawn, and Michael J. Fox. You can find out more about them and all of their wonderful offerings at Enchanted, The Enchanted World. So I hope you will go to that website, theenchantedworld.com. Come right back in a few minutes, and we will speak a little bit more to Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you destined to be an everyday change agent in your organization, your relationships, your community? Learn how to become one when you tune in to The Change Agent on the Voice America Variety Channel. Justin A. Flunder, the chief change agent leader of the Flundonian Group, will help you examine every aspect of your personal and professional life. By observing your own thoughts, words, and actions, you will become the everyday leader that you are meant to be. The Change Agent airs live Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. 
Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. The enchanted world of Amy Zerner and Monty Farber is filled with wonderful tarot, astrology, beautiful fabrics, tapestry, color, creativity, and words. This is an amazing world where two people have come together and really allowed their creative gifts to spark one another's creativity even further. Uh, Monty once asked Amy what she thought was the common denominator of all problems caused by human beings, and she replied without hesitation, poor decision-making. I'd love to know what that's all about, Amy. What's, what are the poor decisions that we make as human well, beings? from doing so many thousands of readings for people, we see their dilemmas and their confusions regarding relationships and regarding career choices and their what they think about money and love and all those things. So they make the wrong decisions because they don't listen to their intuition. Sometimes they'll be with a partner that they know is not right, but they continue. So I think if we use preventative readings, just like preventative medicine, you can get a jump on making the best decisions for you. People don't trust their intuition. We were talking about that before, that... In this society, it's not really encouraged or taught, you know, how to do that. We don't, we're taught in such a linear way so that our feminine side, our intuitive side is diminished somewhat. And yet all the uh, achievements of society practically come to people either in a dream or a daydream or in some aha moment, which is usually your intuition having to be like a whole football team breaking through your conscious mind to give you the answer that you asked it for, because it will do it, and you have to be ready to to understand how it's telling you. And and the best business people do listen to their gut instincts. Well, they they expect to get an answer. I think as a professional psychic, and uh, I'm the only psychic that's been allowed to do predictions on Jim Cramer's TheStreet.com because I'm accurate, uh, the thing that stops most people's intuition is fear. They think, oh, my God, it's just my intuition or it's just a hunch or it's what if I'm wrong. But if you listen enough and you get enough practice, you will get and mix that with your logical mind. You'll get the right answer almost every time. And you'll be in the right place at the right time, and you'll choose what is, is the best decision today. Trust is a big factor, and, and a part of that, I think, is because we are such a mental society. The West is is really so much in their heads. Yes. And we're also such a doing society that we don't stop long enough to even recognize if we're getting something from yes. our body or from our heart or our gut. And so, to me, the, the tools that you create are really a wonderful stepping stone as well to help someone reconnect to that trust. Yeah, we need to, I'm sorry, Matthew. I was just going to say, we call this the now age, not the new age. Everything <laughs> has to be done now. Yes. So there's no more cushion of time where you got a letter and you thought about it and you wrote back in a couple of weeks and the, you know, the Pony Express brought it. Now it's, I'm faxing this to you or I'm emailing this to you. What do you think? So you need to create, you actively create 
uh, sanctuaries in your daily uh, time frame. Which don't have to be that long. I mean, we're well aware that everyone's in a hurry. So our tools are really designed, and we consciously design them as quick access to your higher self and a little way to have a little meditative moment to tune in to, and to listen, like you say. Now, for a lot of people that may not have tried this or um, maybe a little bit skeptical, I'd, I'd like to give first some brief understanding as to what some of these things are okay. um, in terms of astrology, you know, what is astrology and what is tarot and what is automatic writing. If we can explain a little bit of that, I'd, I'd like for people to understand how these things can be incorporated into life. Well, and they all have a scientific basis, believe it or not. That's only now starting to become understood with uh, quantum physics and string theory and chaos theory. Astrology is a fractal. It's like a hologram. It takes the moment of your birth and how the planets lined up around the moment of your birth and makes a map that can be interpreted. And it, 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 the closest thing to an explanation of why that in tarot works is that the law of synchronicity, which was postulated by Carl Jung, who said uh, events occurring at the same moment have a relationship of significance, if not necessarily actual causality. So th- there, believe it or not, there is a scientific basis. When you pick a tarot card and you ask a question with sincerity and your intention uh, guides you to pick the right tarot card and then knowing how to interpret is the next step. We, we say that uh, divination is like asking Google a question. But it, you know, it sends the question out, and the universe gives you an answer. It's it's such an uh, so many of these things are ancient tools, but we've updated them to make them accessible and easy to understand. Because sometimes people don't have thirty years like we did to study. Yeah, but the, we, we were living before there were cassettes, you know. So <laughs> let, let alone CDs and DVDs. So there was a, things moved a lot slower. And I, I don't know if people, you know, they know it sort of intellectually how different things were. Even in the fifties and sixties, I, I was born in nineteen fifty, but they were really different. And time has speeded up. So if you're not making uh, a, some kind of time sanctuary in your day, you're going to be overwhelmed. I also invite everyone to come to our website. We offer free readings, and which are very beautifully done. My art is animated, and there's music. And, and it talks to you. The cards talk to you and tell you your answer. The best way to do it is to try it, and you'll see for itself how, how it answers your question. But there, there's the key is what do you want to know, and how do you ask your question? Yeah, the ancients used to say if you know your question, you know your answer, because the process of formulating the question, if done correctly will cause you to focus where you'll pretty much, <laughs> you'll pretty much get, get your answer. Then, then you'll, you'll probably get a confirmation rather than a, a big uh, going against what you said. I, I find sometimes people are so broad because when we give them the opportunity to ask a question and say they're inexperienced with using oracles, they'll say, well, just give me a, you know, tell me what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> that's, that's way too broad. We want specifics and step-by-step questions yeah, so but, but, how, yeah. do, how do I best deal with my boss today yeah um, how, how can I help my son accomplish his goal as you start to peel the onion and get used to it you'll see how they speak to you they're really 
the cards become your friends. Most definitely, and what I've realized, and, and much of the reason that 1111 Magazine came to be, and, and now 1111 Talk Radio, it, by the way, which you are featured in the November-December issue of 1111 Magazine, and it is a beautiful spread that has a lot of uh, gorgeous pictures of your spiritual couture. But one thing that I learned throughout my life is my language with the universe, and, and that happened yeah. to come in numbers. And to me, the tarot or astrology or many of these different divination tools are no different. It is learning to develop your language with the universe. I love the analogy of the the universal Google and having have putting something out and it coming back. I think that's something that the, the mental West can, can grasp hold of because time has moved faster. Yes, it's... it's, um, it's... And it will overwhelm people. People say there's not enough time. They're not kidding. But it's such a beautiful gift that you can access answers so easily and listen. And the accuracy is amazing. And you learn how to interpret. The more that you ask and receive answers and questions, it's such a gift. We can't say enough how it's enhanced our life. Yes, every one of our, our books... We designed to be an oasis in someone's life, a place where you're going to feel calm and rested, refreshed, energized, supportive, and, re- and because it's all written with the understanding that you're going to be going back out into the desert again. I think another misconception that we might want to talk about is people think that uh, your answers are etched in stone or... I, I sometimes hear people say, well, I don't want to know what's going to happen. Well, it's before the- you go to that, that statement, because I think it will follow this one. When someone's using a divination tool like the tarot or any type of card deck, is it connecting to their heart desire or is it connecting to um, so what it is that they want in the future? What, what is that actually reflecting? Is it reflecting just what's going on in the moment and that's changeable? It is changeable, but we, what we advise people when doing a reading is to cut their detachment. We, we always say that to cut the cards three times with your left hand cuts your attachment to a particular answer because if you're obsessed about something the cards are going to reflect that back to you and and even more simple than that if you think that something is going to happen a particular way you're limiting the universe and that's not a great idea it it enables you to to look in a bigger perspective at your situation because sometimes we're so locked into a certain way that we expect things to happen, and we know that's not how life works. So we, it gives you clues. Our, our friend Jerry Epstein says you have to separate your intention from your attention. And I think that works. I remember years ago we said, you know, we really need to have our own shelves at Barnes & Noble. So we made shelf talkers, and we tried to hire an agent, and they thought we were crazy. And several years later we have our own shelves at Barnes & Noble. And it came about totally magically through a friend and, and through through exemplifying what we believe and walking our talk. If that's, the, that's the real message of what we do, is that this stuff works. And this stuff does work. I am here today with Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. And if you want to discover the magic of life, it starts by creating a, a sacred space. It starts by allowing yourself to have the support tools that can connect you to your intuition. It also is supportive to have people that you can call on when you need guidance or when you need additional types of tools that can assist you. You can go to their website, theenchantedworld.com. That's theenchantedworld.com. They're also featured in the November-December issue of 1111 Magazine, which is also available now in Barnes & Noble nationally. 
along with uh, subscriptions available on our website, 1111mag.com. In all their work, the power of Amy's incredible, beautiful National Endowment for the Arts award-winning fabric collage tapestries are combined with Monty's words to create a unique and sacred energy that heals, inspires, and empowers. In their work and workshops, they share with their audiences the kindness, good humor, and deep wisdom that has enabled them to find love, spirituality, contentment, and genuine success in their enchanted lives. Join me in just a few minutes, and we'll speak a little bit more to Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. Listening on a Higher Dimension, 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. What does it take to succeed in America today? In this changed world, success requires a new way of thinking, a new way of doing things, and a new strategy of being and becoming. Benny Harris can take you from the brink of possibility to the path of infinite probability. He'll help you learn to rely on and believe in your unlimited power and potential. As a life success consultant, Benny can help you make the quantum leap from ordinary to extraordinary. What it takes to succeed in America today with your host, Benny Harris. Listen Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America. Be extraordinary. 7th Wave Network. are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Since these legendary lovebirds, Amy Zerner and Monty Barber, believe that the common denominator of most everyone's problems is poor decision-making, they've combined Amy's award-winning fabric collage tapestries with Monty's words to create a unique line of executive decision-making tools based on their intuition-building techniques they discovered are hidden in astrology, tarot, alchemy, the goddess, shamanism, and talking boards, making these beautiful but misunderstood tools for developing one's decision-making ability available to a mainstream audience, and they are succeeding. You have books that are in uh, more than 2 million copies in print and around the world in 14 languages. That must be amazing to see this type of um, spirituality finally coming a little bit more into mainstream because it was considered very occult at one time or considered very out there or new age at one time. But now it is something that many people, a lot of people, 
are grasping towards. Oh, yeah. Now, people that I was trying to talk out of doing heroin are telling me that I have a spirit named Zoltan sitting on my shoulder. <laughs> I think uh, we used to dream of organic food sections of grocery stores, and now it's practically every grocery store. I think it's such an exciting time and, and such a positive time in so many ways that we live in where all this information is available to everyone. And spirituality and health food were never connected the way they are now. Back in the day when I was eating, uh, I've st- I ate this way starting in 1966, and people who ate well were not necessarily doing it for spiritual reasons, just purely health. And, and that is, is something I think that's missed by so many people about how it's blended now. It's beautiful. Well, everything seems to be merging, science, spirituality, food. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's just all coming together, and I think that it is supposed to be that way. I mean, as spiritual beings, we are everything, and so it only makes sense that everything needs to come together. Some I mean, people so may not more understand. people have had their charts done and who know their rising sign and who know... Everyone knows when Mercury's retrograde now. <laughs> yeah, our publisher was complaining about it the other day because he's not necessarily a believer. Uh, from Sterling, and he was going everywhere I went, from getting my hair cut to everybody. Everyone knew about the Mercury retrograde. I thought it was great, but, uh, you know, I think I don't blame people for not believing because you have to experience it yourself. That's the scientific way. But and it's you, part of the journey, too. It, part of the journey of letting go of our past beliefs or what we've been taught. Yes, and, it's, and, and the, the great uh, Thomas Huxley, Sir Thomas Huxley, who was Aldous Huxley's brother, was a great British nationalist, naturalist, excuse me, and he said, I'm too much a skeptic not to believe that anything's possible. I think if you have that kind of scientific skepticism and an open mind, you'll be led to the right thing. And you're, we're always led to the right thing at the right time. I, people come into your life when they're supposed to, or books drop off the bookshelf. I, so many people have told me that, that our books fell out of the bookshelf when when it was supposed to, and that's how they, they discovered our work. And, and the synchronicities are really what show up to help guide us and also connect to our intuition and our trust. You brought up, Monty, uh, the words automatic writing earlier, and yes. some people may not be clear as to what that is and how to use that. Could you talk a little more? Automatic writing was the Google of the spiritualist movement um, back in the 1800s and early 1900s. The various wars that produced so many unfortunately killed people that people were desperate to, to reconnect with them. And automatic writing was one method that was used commonly. It was you know, what they called, now would be called a parlor game, but it was done in everyone's parlor where a medium or, or a, a person who wanted to be one was the medium through which a deceased spirit spoke, and you would have a, a big piece of paper in front of you and a pen, and you'd start just like making infinity signs, and eventually you would start making words. And we, we actually designed a kit called the Ghostwriter Automatic Writing Kit. That and We designed a special planchette to make it easier to hold the pen and to hold it like a Ouija board planchette. Right, because that's actually the easiest way to do it. See, everything we do, we do because we want it. <laughs> we always wanted to have something like this so we could do it. So. And there are all different way, ways of communication. Some people like the cards, and some people like the automatic writing, and some people like uh, the other tools that we designed to, uh, to help them tap in. And we have the Animal Powers Meditation Kit, which I per- is one of my personal favorites, where you hear me and Amy 
sort of like Peter and the Wolf, where we're narrating uh, music done by our friend Luigi G. Calarulo. And uh, we, we do these meditations based on the animals. It has Amy's art for with the animals. Uh, we're, like you said, we're having a lot of fun. Excellent. And, Monty, how did you develop your psychic ability? Is there something that you have to do to prepare to go into that state? No. Uh, what happened is I would, you know, since I've been, my first book I wrote in 1986, Karma Cards, and I've been inventing these systems that, that increase your intuition. And I'd always write, if you do this and you do it regularly, you'll increase your intuition. And guess what? As I said before, this stuff works. And when Amy's mom passed away, we missed her so much I wanted to contact her, and I tried. I had studied this, uh, the psychic phenomenon. That was always my holy grail. I never thought I'd ever do it, and I was able to contact her. He's distinguishing between talking to the spirit world and tuning into your intuition. Right. They're a little different. I had never really tried to do that. But now I do it on a daily basis for people. I'm, I'm, you know, I do this professionally, and like I said, I do it for the Street.com, predicting stock prices. Believe it or not. And but he doesn't have to do much to prepare. All of our attitude towards our systems and this way of life is that it's an everyday way of life. It's rather seamless. It's not hocus pocus. It's not airy fairy. It's just you. You listen, and it's there. And in the old days, someone would be a farmer. And now you can be a farmer who's also a scientist, who's also a meteorologist, who's also a geologist. I think the days of a single career are over, and these times call for multiple careers, which are totally available. And if you don't have your intuition working, you're only cooking on half your burners. Well, and it seems that, you know, with how you're speaking of it, we all have the ability to access these gifts. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I was certainly not a psychic person before I, I developed it. But when I thought about it, I realized I developed it the way they did it in the old mystery schools. You didn't do psychic things until you knew everything else. And I, I studied... It's like art. You learn many different techniques, and then you learn to do your own thing. Right, I started off doing read, uh, astrology and tarot and then doing readings for people and then alchemy and, and, and everything. And, and, of course, you know, the goddess and just thinking about life in a beautiful way. And then when it was the right time, that was sort of my graduation into psychic phenomena because you have to be very careful when you're advising people. You want to give them the right information and you also want to give them the right information at the right time. It, it involves a lot of trust and, and, and a lot of bravery to overcome the fear that, stops us all from from hearing. Yeah, but I think, yes, you're absolutely right. Everyone can do this. I think if you're not using your intuition, you're not a complete human being. You're not having the experience you're here to have. It affects everything. It affects our relationships. Um, Monty and I have a book coming out in February called The Soulmate Path. It's all of our secrets for having a great relationship. We've been together 35 years. And to have a great relationship, you really need to listen, not just with your ears, but with your heart and um, intuit what people mean when they say certain words or how they're feeling. We also are very aware that you have to be uh, careful to not expect that reading a book is going to change your life. And every one of our books gives you something to do every day so that you can... Uh, can actually do something to increase your abilities. 
And it's very clear that to want to uncover these different gifts in oneself should not necessarily be the goal, but to experience oneself as you explore the creativity associated with different tools may perhaps be the journey and the fun. Mm-hmm. I'm here today with Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. You can find out about their books, tools, music, and meditations on their website, theenchantedworld.com. They're also available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon, so you can check any of those places. They are, uh, Amy is featured in the 1111 magazine, November-December 2009 issue, so definitely run out to Barnes & Noble and get a copy of that. And her spiritual couture is available at Bergdorf Goodman's and Select Neiman Marcus. We will be right back with Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Money. We love it, we hate it, and everything in between. You can be the master of your life and your own economics. Join Professor Laurie Lamantia each week for the program Making Peace with Money. Laurie will help you realize the power to create fulfillment in your life and shed new light on your money madness. You'll learn how to make peace with money and feel the joy and freedom renewed in your life. Making Peace with Money is broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. 7th Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back to 1111 Talk Radio. My guests today are Amy Zerner and Monte Farber with TheEnchantedWorld.com. They have developed many divination tools such as card decks, tarot, automatic writing kits, books, 
and meditations. They have free psychic readings on their website, theenchantedworld.com, and you can contact them for many wonderful opportunities um, for, for them to share their gifts. So I hope you will visit their website. We've gotten um, a wonderful exposure to some of these different things, and I'd love for people to know, Amy, how you ended up bringing the, the collage and the tapestry work into clothing. Well, I always worked with many different mediums, you know, uh, growing up, and I eventually started working with fabrics. I went into the closet with the scissors one, one day, <laughs> and the rest is history. always collected many vintage embellishments and trims and ribbons, and as I started having gallery shows, I uh, made a few wearables for myself to wear to my shows and also to explain to people what I did because sort of a long sentence. It's mixed media, fabric, collage, tapestry, paintings, and kind of hard to describe unless you see them. So I, I do invite your your uh, viewers and listeners to um, go to our website to actually see the kind of art that I do. And I, the synchronicities, again, I ran into an old friend who I hadn't seen for 20 years, and um, she saw a, I only had a handful of, of the garments, and she said, I work at Bergdorf Goodman as a personal shopper. I, you should show my buyer. It, it really never occurred to me to take it to you know, such a high level, but the buyer immediately took them. That was 10 years ago. And since then, I've been showing in the couture floor right next to Oscar de la Renta and Valentino and all the great designers, and it's very exciting for me. I, I've evolved so many different styles and shapes, and um, I put my artwork on the back, and all, all of the images are very uplifting. I, I put a lot of intention with the color energy of my jackets. I do a lot of special commissions, special orders for women where I make the perfect jacket with their symbols, and I do their astrology chart, and I tune into their past lifetimes. It's, it's very different for Bergdorf's, but yet there is a customer for it, and Amy's jackets are quite expensive, and there are people at all levels of society who are involved with what we're involved with and what your magazine and radio show are involved Sometimes with. they might not understand. Well, it's amazing how many closets spiritual seekers there are, and once you start talking about it, they all have amazing stories and experiences, but they can, they can get the feeling from my artwork. Well, it's, it's very obviously, uh, just, just in the uh, images that we have in the article for 1111, the jackets and the pieces that you create, they definitely touch the soul. There, there's, there's duality in, in the designs. There's color. There's passion. There's life. And so it seems to me that if that's coming out of just a photograph, when a person actually puts on the jacket, you must see women change. It's yes. transformational. It's yes. alchemical. Uh, they'll walk in because they show in New York. Everyone's in black. It's a thing to wear in New York, and I'll just uh, gently ask them to just put it on, and they turn into a goddess and they just feel it, and they know they look gorgeous and beautiful. And, and there's so many bad um, self-images that women have, no matter how beautiful they are, that to make them feel more beautiful is my mission, and it's a gift that I can give. I enjoy watching so much uh, what happens when people try on Amy's clothing because you, you see a, a woman who's come in and she's been bothered by the usual things that bother everyone, and all of a sudden she looks like she's about to make pronouncements as if she's an oracle. 
it's just just dressing does change. I guess it's because the we we the soul wears the body, and then the body wears the clothes. And, and it's um, usually very outgoing people like my things because they are a bit flamboyant, and they're you have to like people to wear them because everyone talks to you. Really <laughs> everyone comes up to touch you. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be surprised at how many major philanthropists who are making a lot of good in the world buy Amy's clothing. Uh, it broke, you know, during the the recent downturn in the economy, it was all philanthropists who were buying her work. I guess they were the only ones who had the money. They have the money, but I think they're healers, and healers like my work. I mean, if you're going to be a philanthropist, you're really giving a lot back. Well, and tell me, how does your work heal you? When you're working on a piece, are you finding that you're creating the piece to work through something that's going on currently in your life? She's like a bee-making honey. They just do it. I do it, and I do it all the time because when you create like that, you step aside. So I think uh, that's why I like it so much because it's a very cleansing, clearing experience to allow um, the beautiful images and the mysteries of life to flow through me. But I do find lots of times I'm drawn to make a piece and I don't know who it's for, and then that jacket eventually or the tapestry eventually meets who I was making it for. Who has a really harder time giving is, up the pieces? Uh, Amy, do you have, or do you get attached to your pieces, or, or Monty? Do you I really don't. Every once in a while, I'll keep one uh, for myself, and I, I make them for Monty for you know Christmas presents and birthday presents, and he's my walking billboard. He's six foot four, so he gives me a big canvas to work. <laughs> but I don't. I, I'm not attached. Once you know, I've sold them off my living room wall. I've sold them off my back. I, um, yeah, she did that recently. What we're really excited about is we might be doing a new one-hour show for QVC uh, in the spring. and We're working on all the product development, and all the pieces will be under $100. We're doing jewelry and jackets and blankets and candles. And yeah, because we want people to be able to have a jacket that's similar to the, the one-of-a-kind jackets that Amy does and jeans jackets and all kinds of things like, like we have. And this way we'll be able to share it with people, which is the whole goal of the whole Enchanted World mission statement, is to share what works for us. And it's another example of how times are changing. I mean, QVC is becoming aware of how the mind-body-spirit audience is so huge. Well, congratulations on that, and continue to flower our world with these beautiful creations and also your wonderful words, Monty. You can find out more about Amy Zerner and Monty Farber at theenchantedworld.com. They do have The Soulmate Path, a relationship book coming out in February, and a new edition of The Enchanted Tarot will also be released in the spring, so definitely look out for those. If you do not feel connected to your intuition, or if you want to enhance your connection already, allow yourself to utilize the different tools that are out there. They're all supportive, and they're lots of fun, and that's what Amy Zerner and Monty Farber are all about. Next week on 1111 Talk Radio, we have Neil Donald Walsh, and we're going to have a conversation with the man who has conversations with God. I'm Simran Singh with 1111 Talk Radio and 1111 Magazine. I hope you'll run out and get your next issue of 1111 Magazine from Barnes & Noble, and I look forward to seeing you either there or speaking to you at 1111 Talk Radio next week. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. 
Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.